when things go quiet, when things slow down, when it feels like we're in a rut and everything is stagnant and stalled out, if we go into fear, worry, and doubt, we are no longer on the frequency of what it is that we want. We are no longer being the person who has it because the person who has it has trust and faith, feels worthy and deserving of it, and expects that it will happen. Hey friends, welcome to episode eight of the Make It Inevitable podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zamora, and today we will be talking about moving out of ruts and periods of stagnation. Throughout our journeys of making the impossible inevitable, we will all enter into ruts and periods of stagnation, periods where we feel completely stalled out and like nothing is happening no matter how hard we try. The reason that this happens is because somewhere along the way, we have strayed from our truest self, our truest desires. We are operating from low self-worth. We are operating from a place of expectation and obligation. We're not trusting in ourselves and the universe. And as a result, everything slows to a halt. Ruts and periods of stagnation are points on the journey where we have to deepen into our work. We have to build our sense of trust in ourselves and the universe. We have to come back into alignment with ourselves and we have to work on our energetics, especially when things aren't moving. It's very easy to wobble and fall into a place of despair, worry, doubt, fear. But really, this is an opportunity to deepen into trust and to work on our energetic alignment for what it is that we want so that even though we're not seeing things happening, we're still aligning with what we desire. Ruts can also feel like a period where source has gone silent, meaning whatever source is to you, God, the universe, your intuition, your higher self, it has gone quiet. You're not receiving any intuitive guidance or direction. You don't feel like there's any synchronicity, like you're being guided. It just feels like crickets. You have been in motion, you have been taking action, and all of a sudden nothing is happening. You're not getting any guidance and you're starting to freak out. When we're in these periods and we lean into fear, worry, and doubt, we actually slow ourselves down further. We step out of alignment and we're no longer on the frequency of what it is that we really deeply desire. Remember, decision and expectation are frequencies. Trust is also a frequency. When things go quiet, when things slow down, when it feels like we're in a rut and everything is stagnant and stalled out, if we go into fear, worry, and doubt, we are no longer on the frequency of what it is that we want. We are no longer being the person who has it because the person who has it has trust and faith feels worthy and deserving of it and expects that it will happen. So we have to come back into energetic alignment. We have to come back into alignment with who we're here to be and what it is that we're trying to create, even though it looks like nothing is happening. Even though we feel like it's a sign from the universe that it's not going to happen, we're on the wrong path, we should quit, we should give up, we should go in a different direction. We have to override the natural human nature to interpret these experiences as nothing's happening, nothing's ever going to happen, something's wrong with me, other people in the world. Let me go back to my winning strategy. Let me go back to the things that I know produce a certain level of safety, security, success, love, and belonging. You're no longer being the person who is aligned with what it is that you want, so you have to come back into alignment with yourself and you have to build a sense of trust that the process is working when you are working it. And working the process doesn't always mean that things are always being reflected back to you immediately. And just because things aren't being reflected back to you doesn't mean that they're not happening, doesn't mean that they're not aligning. So we have to learn to hold a certain energetic frequency, even in those periods of ruts and stagnation. And there are certain things that we can do to get back in motion more quickly. So how do we move out of a rut and a period of stagnation more quickly? First and foremost, we come back into alignment. If you are in alignment with fear, doubt, and worry, you are not in alignment 
with the truth of who you are, and you're not in alignment with the thing that you're trying to create. You are in alignment with fear, doubt, and worry. You are moving differently when you're out of alignment. So the first step is to come back into alignment, to tap back into the truth of who you are, to reconnect to yourself and your purpose and this big impossible desire that you have claimed. How do we come back into alignment? Again, I'm going to recommend my program Actualize because we go deep into the alignment pieces and I give you some very specific exercises. But first and foremost, step out of fear, doubt, and worry and tap back into the truth of who you are. Who are you at your core? What is your purpose? Who you're here to be in the work that you're here to do? What does full expression and full alignment mean for you? What lights you up and brings you joy? One of the quickest ways that we can come back into alignment is to tap back into the things that make us feel most like ourselves. One thing that I do personally is go for walks in nature and listen to certain songs certain playlists of music that help me reconnect to myself and drop in deeper so that I can reconnect to my truth and my purpose and my higher self and I can feel myself again versus sitting on my computer or scrolling social media or watching TV or having conversations with people that aren't in the energetics or headspace that I need to be in. Come back to myself in nature through movement and with music. That is something that works really well for me. Meditation, also works incredibly well for me. Process work always brings clarity and puts me back in a space of being connected to my truth and my higher self. Morning pages, I journal every morning. What are the things that make you feel most like you? I love to go on solo trips. So when I'm really feeling stuck and stagnant, I make sure to take myself somewhere that will allow me to reconnect to my truth and allow me to feel most like me. And getting in my forerunner and driving into the middle of nowhere and spending a night or two disconnected from the world and just being in nature is one thing that does that for me. The trick is we can't be doing these things from a space of urgency, fear, doubt, worry, scarcity. So I can't say, oh my God, I'm in a rut. freaked out about this. This can't happen. I I need things to be in motion. I'm so scared. I'm so worried it's coming undone. I'm so worried I'm not going to make any money. What is it that works for me? I'm going to go get in my car and I'm going to go drive somewhere into the middle of nowhere and I'm going to camp. But the whole time, my energetics are fear, doubt, worry. I'm doing this because I think it is the only thing that I can do to get back in motion. And I'm desperate to get back in motion. I'm desperate for clarity. I'm desperate for forward momentum. That is very different than being tapped into the truth of who I am. And moving from a calm, connected state of my intention for this is to feel more like me, to reconnect to myself, to come back into alignment, to center in the truth of who I am and my purpose, and to reconnect to the energetic desire for what it is that I want, not the urgency around it, not the fear around it. It would make me feel better if my relationship looked this way. It would make me feel better if this much money was in my bank account. No, what do you desire? about the partnership that you're in or that you're trying to create? What do you deeply desire around your work and your finances? How can you tap back into the desire and feel the yumminess of it while coming from a place of full alignment and connection to yourself and your truth? That is what it means to come back into alignment. Check the show notes if you're interested in learning more about Actualize, but answer that question now. What is it that makes you feel most like you? What brings you home to yourself? What allows you to connect and come back to your center? And from that centered, calm space, being tuned into the truth of who you are, can you reconnect to your desire around what it is that you want? Another thing that we can do to move out of ruts and periods of stagnation is to clear clutter. 
Making space is one of the most potent things that we can do when we're trying to call something in. If we don't have the space for it, there's nowhere for it to come into. Sometimes there's no space for what we want to come in and that can cause a rut or a period of stagnation. So where can you create space? Energetically, literally, physically. What clutter do you have around your house that you need to take to donate or you need to sell? And can you do that quickly? What relationships are still lingering in your life that actually aren't fully aligned for you, that don't support you in creating what it is that you want? And how can you cut ties and clean that up? What energetic leaks do you have? That can be people. That can be clients, certain situations or experiences, certain things that you haven't taken care of, those emails that have been sitting in your inbox for a while, that call that you need to make, that appointment that you need to schedule, that follow-up that you need to do, that thing that you need to mail. Clean up all your energetic leaks. What's taking up your energy that isn't aligning you with what you want, that doesn't feel right or good for you, doesn't feel like a fit for who you are and who you need to be? Can you clean that up? Can you clear that out? Cancel subscriptions. Leave groups that you're a part of. RSVP no to something that you said yes to. Back out of an expectation or obligation that's not a good fit for you. Do it gracefully. Do it with consideration. Be mindful in how you do this, but create space. How can you create as much space as possible? Can you cut out the TV shows that you're filling your time with, the movies? All of the activities that you do that help you feel like you're entertaining or distracting yourself or numbing out. How can you clear space? for what it is that you want to come in. And the key when we're in a rut in a period of stagnation is not to fill that space. So you don't cut TV out and replace it with podcasts unless that feels aligned in the moment. Can you just cut TV out? Can you just clear all of the stuff out of your closet and live with two pairs of pants and three shirts for a while? Create space, clear clutter, get rid of distractions and mechanisms for numbing. Step out of any misaligned obligation, anything that's taking up space, time, energy, or attention that's not aligned for you anymore. Clear it out and don't fill it. Sit in the void that is created by the space that you clear. That will allow things to start coming into motion. Insights and divine nudges, intuitive guidance to start dropping in. More of what you want to start showing up and for you to have the capacity to see it and engage with it. Create the space, but sit in the void that that space leaves behind. And notice what comes up in that void. When we're in ruts and periods of stagnation, there is always something that needs to be cleared. And when we create space and we hang out in the void, that will be revealed to you far more quickly than if you fill it with other things that you think maybe you should. I think if I, instead of watching TV, I start to go and do this thing instead and read these books, that will get me in motion. Maybe. But what you need to do is clear something. There's somewhere that you're out of alignment. There's some stopper that's coming up. So when you can clear space and sit in that void for as long as is necessary, and it will be uncomfortable, it will be wildly uncomfortable. For so many of us, it is so uncomfortable to be in the unknown, to sit in the nothingness and the void. But if you can do that, if you can sit in the void and you can wait for whatever is meant to be revealed or what is meant to drop in to happen, You will be rewarded for it. Things will move back into motion. Now, if something is revealed in that space, something that needs to be healed or cleared, you have to do that work. It's not just enough to go, oh, great. This old trauma is getting in the way of me creating what it is that I want. Super. I hope everything starts moving again. No, you have to work on that. You have to heal it. You have to clear it. It was revealed to you so that you can take action on it. You can get back into motion without that thing bogging you down or standing in the way and things will start to flow again. So clear space, sit in the void, allow whatever is meant to be revealed to be revealed and be willing to sit in the void for as long as it takes. And this is the hard part. There are so many moments on my journey where I've had to clear space and sit in the void. 
One of my favorites comes from my healing journey. After my loss, after the abusive relationship, after I hit bottom when I had dysphagia and I stopped swallowing for nine days and everything about me and my life and my work came undone. And I got a very clear nudge to create massive space, massive space. I was so stuck, was so stalled out. I could not, no matter how hard I tried, get my life back in motion, especially my work and my business. And so one night I pulled down seven years of content, seven years of websites, seven years of blogs, seven years of videos. I left the design website up in case anyone wanted to hire me for work. And I created an email opt-in for anybody who might want to get whatever content I decided to send out. I cleared massive space by pulling everything down. And none of this made sense strategically. It's not something I necessarily recommend unless it feels right for you. Sometimes we have to create massive space. Seven years of content and websites gone. My mentor was shocked, nearly fell out of his chair when I told him, but it felt so right in my bones. And for two weeks, for two weeks, I was completely lost. For two weeks, I sat in this void, this void of nothingness, this uncertainty and unknown of, I don't know who I am without my business. Seven years, I was building something. I was someone inside of something, and now it's all gone. I don't know who I am. I don't know what's coming next or when. And so I sat in this space for two weeks. It was two really challenging, depressing, disorienting weeks. And even after the two weeks, things didn't get right back into motion, but I started to get a sense of what was next. It started to be revealed to me that I would create a website, callofthevoid.tv, a whole new body of work, which would eventually birth the journey mapping program that we have, where I would write about healing and growth and rising up and coming back. The first little seed of that dropped in after two weeks of swimming in nothingness. I didn't try to fill that space. I simply sat in the void that was created by clearing it. And when we do that, and when we're willing to sit in it with full trust and faith, and that is key, I was disoriented. I had no idea who I was anymore. I had no idea what was coming next or when anything would happen next. I was scared. There was uncertainty. There was a bit of fear, but there was trust. There was trust that I was doing the right thing by creating the space that I knew I needed to create for me in that moment at that point in my journey and trust that something would be revealed as a result of waiting patiently. Trust is key when we're in these periods of stagnation, when we're in ruts. Do you trust that you are right where you need to be? Do you trust yourself to navigate the clearing of space, the letting go of people and things that are no longer aligned? Do you trust yourself to sit in the void for as long as it takes? And do you trust that you will be led forward when the time is right? Trust is a frequency. Trust in ourselves, trust in life, trust in the universe. We'll do a whole episode on trust, learning to let life support us. Trust is such a key piece, especially in periods of ruts and stagnation. Do you trust yourself to sit in the void, to navigate the unknown for as long as it takes? I trusted myself. I trusted the universe. I trusted the void that I was in. And it revealed what was next for my whole body of work. It allowed me to create something new and different and more aligned because I had made space. I had cleared all of my connections to what was old and outdated. I would never have journey mapping had I not done that. I would never have a whole body of work, a whole collection of essays and writing that has served and supported so many people. I wouldn't have our second Awesome Life Tips book for the Dark Night of the Soul. I never would have written Unravel. Everything wonderful 
that led me into what was next, which led me to where I am today, came from creating massive space and sitting in the void in the unknown for as long as was necessary with full trust in myself, the process, and the universe. Having trust in ourselves, the process, and the universe doesn't mean we don't have fear. We can have fear. It's fear, doubt, and worry. That combination is an energy that pulls us off course. We can have fear while we have trust. We can be afraid. We can be uncomfortable. It can be unnerving, unsettling, and we can still have trust. So fear is not necessarily a bad thing. If we go into our fear and then we generate worry and doubt, now we're in a completely different set of energetics. We're not able to move forward. We're not in alignment with who we're here to be, our purpose, and what it is that we want to create. You can have fear, but you must also have trust. So get back into alignment, clear space, sit in the void with trust, and navigate the energetic checkpoints that will come. Energetic checkpoints are moments that invite us to go backwards, meaning we're so uncomfortable in the void that we go back to the relationships that we released. We go back to the work that we cut off, the clients, the job. In my case, I would have been putting all my websites and content back up online because I was uncomfortable in the void. Energetic checkpoints are moments where we have to make the choice to stay in the new frequency, to stay on the new path, to stay in alignment versus reverting and going backwards, going back into old ways of being, back into old beliefs, habits, back to things that we release, things that we know aren't good for us. And energetic checkpoints come up when we're in these ruts and periods of stagnation because we're in the in-between. We're in the messy middle of shifting into an entirely new way of being and moving to a different level. So we've been in a certain frequency. We are moving from an old way of being to a new. We're stepping out of our winning strategy. We are moving towards fully embodied as the person who has what we want towards the things that we're claiming and desiring. There's remnants of the old that are still floating around in our sphere. So when we hit these ruts and periods of stagnation, these energetic checkpoints come up. The X resurfaces, reaches back out. The old client that you swore you'd never work with again hits you up. An apartment on the wrong side of town shows up. These are opportunities for us to deepen into alignment and our commitment and our decision and our declaration that we can have what we really desire by continuing to say no to what is not in alignment. We don't talk to the ex. We don't take on the old client or go back to the old job. We don't say yes to the apartment on the wrong side of town. We hold steady for what we desire. We stay the course. We see it through. We continue to sit in the discomfort of the unknown of the void. And if we don't move through and navigate these energetic checkpoints in a way that keeps us in alignment with what we say we want, then we stall out even harder. We might feel like we're back in motion a little bit. Now I'm getting a little bit of money from the old job or the client that feels better. And I have a place to live, even though it's the wrong side of town, which was a big no on my list. I have companionship, even though it's the ex that I swore I would never talk to again. So it feels better to the parts of us that are uncomfortable in the unknown, that are afraid of what it is that we're trying to create. And things are now happening, but they're not the things that we want. So we don't completely block and ruin our chance to create what we desire. When we don't navigate through the energetic checkpoints, when we revert to the known and familiar, when we go backwards, we just stall it out longer. And I did this in my last relationship. The first time that we broke up was nine months before the final ending of our relationship. And we were apart for three months that first breakup. And in that first three months, I had created massive space. I had cut out a huge relationship in my life and created this massive void. And inside that massive void, I got clear for the first time that I want to own land, that I want a homestead, that I want a different life. 
that I don't want to be in Colorado anymore. I got really clear on that, but it was scary to lean into. And so when the opportunity to go backwards, when the ex and I reconnected, I took it. It didn't ruin my chance of having the impossible desires that I wanted, but it pushed it further and further away, kept it out of reach because that relationship was not in alignment with the truth of who I was, with what I really deeply desired. But it was safe. It was comfortable. It was known and familiar. I went back for nine months and I stalled out even harder. Life got more stagnant. The rut got deeper. This is what happens when we don't navigate through the energetic checkpoints in a way that keeps us in alignment with what it is that we really desire. So when we go backwards, when we revert, we stall out harder. Energetically, life slows down, even though there's something that feels like it's in motion again. It's not the thing that we really want. So these energetic checkpoints are an opportunity to choose to deepen into alignment, to choose to deepen into trust and faith. Took me nine months to then really, truly, permanently clear that space in my life and commit wholly to what it is that I really wanted and to move towards that, to not go backwards when given another opportunity. So these energetic checkpoints, they crop up when we're in ruts and periods of stagnation. And the way to move through those ruts and periods of stagnation more quickly so that we can level up, so that we can move towards what we want, so we can get back in motion, is to navigate through the checkpoint in a way that says, no, I am staying in alignment with what I say I want, no matter how uncomfortable it is how scary it is, how close to what I want that thing is. I'm still going to say, no, it's not it. That would take me backwards, not forwards. So navigating through these energetic checkpoints in a way that keeps us in alignment. The energetic piece of moving through ruts and periods of stagnation is to hold your sense of calm and centeredness, your trust, your faith, and to stay plugged in to your desires. When you're plugged in to what it is that you really want, you're on a certain frequency. You're able to tap into the consciousness and energetics of the person, the version of yourself who has what you want and bring them into the now. So even though nothing is happening, even though life is completely stalled and stagnant, you're in a rut, you're in a void because you've cleared space. You're just sitting there, you're hanging out, you're holding on to trust. Can you embody the energetics of the you that has what you want? Can you feel the joy and delight and fulfillment of the thing that you desire? Can you plug into it and that frequency and hold it despite the fact that there's no motion? When we do this deeper energetic alignment work, it helps us build more trust. Because when you're in alignment, when you're operating from the energetics of being a match for the person who has what you want for the thing that you desire, it can't help but occur. You're making it inevitable. You are operating as that person. You are moving through life as that person. You are engaging with this frequency-based universe. It can't help but be reflected back to you. You might not know when. Will it be another week, another three months? But if you can stay plugged into the frequency, it makes it easier to settle into trust because you know it's inevitable. It has to happen. I am truly being and embodying the version of myself that has it. I am plugged into the frequency of it. I can feel it. I am delighted by it. I am fulfilled by it, even though I don't see anything close to it happening. I am nourished by the expectation of it occurring in my life, of it coming into fruition. And you start to build trust that if I am in the energetics of this, I am actively aligning with it. If I'm staying aligned in myself, I'm navigating through energetic checkpoints. I'm continuing to heal and clear anything standing in my way. I'm sitting in the void in trust and faith. It cannot help but happen. It is inevitable which means I can relax. Yes, this is uncomfortable. Sure, I'd prefer it to be different, 
We have no idea what's going to happen and when, but I fully trust and expect that it is coming. That frequency helps us get back into motion more quickly versus when we're in fear, doubt, and worry. We don't expect that it will happen. When we look at the circumstances and say, obviously, it's not working. I should give up. I should try something different. I should fill the void with things that make me feel more comfortable. I should go back to the known and familiar. When you stay plugged into the energetics, you're able then to focus your energy and attention on things that bring you joy. That's another piece of moving through ruts and periods of stagnation. What are the things that make you feel most like you? We talked about that. What are the things that delight you and bring you joy? And how can you live your joy like it's your job? How can you take care of yourself? Practice self-care, self-love. Do things that light you up, that make you feel happy and fulfilled. Do things that connect you with your purpose, your vision, this impossible desire that you're making inevitable so you can stay in the frequency of it, so you can be on the energetics of gratitude, of trust, of faith, of life is so beautiful and delightful, but you have to do it cleanly. Last year when I was in a deep rut and a very stagnant period, very stalled out period, first I tried fake it till you make it. I tried to do all the things that brought me joy. I tried to live my joy like it was my job. I'll go camping, I'll create, all whatever. But on an energetic level, I wasn't feeling the joy. I was feeling urgency, scarcity, fear, doubt, worry. So the energetics comes first. And in order to step into true gratitude, true joy and delight for my life and what I was doing to really live my joy fully, despite my circumstances, I had to do the deeper healing and clearing work. I had to clear the limiting beliefs. I had to clear the traumas that caused fear to take over and kept me from stepping into faith. I had to raise my self-worth. We talked all about self-worth in the last episode. I had to raise my sense of deservingness, that I was allowed to be happy and joyful and successful, to have the things that I want. I had to work on what was standing in the way of me trusting myself and the universe of life. I had to do the deeper healing work and then I could fully live my joy. I could delight in what it was to be alive. I could have gratitude for what I did have. I could stay plugged into the frequency of who I needed to be to have what I want, the frequency of my desire. And I could settle into trust that it was happening. And the more that I did all of that, cleanly means doing the deeper healing work. The more that I did all of this cleanly, the more quickly I got into motion, the more quickly things clicked back into gear inside of me and my life, my relationships, my business, everything got into motion again. And throughout that entire time, I had energetic checkpoints, things that I had to learn to say no to, had to navigate through, to stay in alignment with what I said I want, to really clear out and step out of the old energetics, all these little things that were still floating around from my old ways of being. I had to move through those checkpoints and say, no, not that. No, no more. No, I won't go backwards. I'm going forward. This is what I want. Holding steady in my standards and my boundaries and my desires. Staying centered throughout a period of deep unknowns, a big, massive void in my life where everything came to a halt. And I, in that period, reduced my life to zero. I got aggressive about clearing out anything and everything that did not feel aligned from my clothes to my belongings, to my relationships, my clients, my offerings. I cleared so much space and I found myself in such a big void, but I did the work. And I sat in that void for as long as I needed to while staying plugged into the energetics of having what I desired, trust, faith, expectation that it was coming, of living my joy, of being grateful for what I did have, of being plugged into my truth and my purpose. And things got into motion. And when they did, they moved quickly. This is the work 
of moving through ruts and periods of stagnation. They happen for a reason, and they're not fun to be in. They're frustrating beyond belief, but they are a time that's ripe with possibility and opportunity for growth and healing. And when you navigate them with that mindset that this is an opportunity for me to come into deeper alignment, to plug in more fully into what it is that I desire, to work on my energetics and my way of being and my frequency, then you get so much out of them. Then you move through them more quickly. They become smaller, more rapid periods of ruts and stagnation versus the long ones that we get in. We can be in ruts for months and years if we don't do the work, if we can't plug in, if we freak out about them, if we go back to the known and familiar, to the old. When we fill the space with more clutter or old clutter, we can stay stuck in a rut for a long period of time, but we don't have to. If we're willing to do this deeper work, if we're willing to do the energetics piece, we're willing to lean into trust and faith. So that is what I want to cover today on the topic of moving through ruts and periods of stagnation. Like I said, I am going to have a whole conversation with you in the next episode about trust, building trust in life, allowing life to support you and what that actually means and how we actually do that in a really tangible way. Thank you so much for joining me today and being a part of our incredible community of purpose-driven individuals. If you are ready to put these teachings into practice in your own life, head on over to www.stephaniezamora.com podcast, where you'll get access to our collection of actionable and easy to implement workbooks. That includes our renowned methodology for making the impossible inevitable that's helped hundreds of individuals worldwide get into motion on their most important goals. Plus, our comprehensive guide to stopping self-sabotage and navigating the terror barrier with more grace and ease. We'd love your help in getting the message out and growing our community, so please take a moment to share this episode, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes. I'll catch you in the next episode.